You're listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing, the podcast about podcasting. On this show, we talk about how to turn your passion into a podcast that can earn money, fill up your sales funnel, and help you gain super duper confidence along the way. I'm your host, Emily Milling, podcaster, marketer, producer, and lover of all things podcasting. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Ultimate Podcast Marketing. I am your host, Emily Milling, and today we are talking about how to choose a podcast format. So this is for you if you are getting ready to start your podcast and you're like, how do I put this together? This episode is for you. I'm going to walk you through the most popular podcast formats so that you can make a decision on the podcast format that you will choose for your own show. So we're going to be covering the following podcast formats, solo shows, co-hosted, live shows, interviews, documentary style, fictional or radio play, and video podcasts. Before we get started, I just wanted to share with you one quick hot little thingy about my course, Podcast Rocket. It is currently undergoing a super glamorous makeover right now, and I'm so excited. The cool thing about podcasting is that things change rapidly. Zencaster, a virtual recording app, randomly released a new user interface last week, and that means that a lot of tutorials that I created this time last year no longer make sense. Hooray! Thanks, Zencaster. But I'm also revamping the course because I've also learned so much about podcasting beyond the basic tech setups that I cannot wait to share with you. I'm so excited about this. The whole program is now super mega streamlined to make launching your podcast very, very easy. So over the next month or so, I'm going to be focusing on podcast basics on ultimate podcast marketing so that anyone who's thinking about launching a podcast can get the fundamentals they need ready to go. And of course, if you want to join lots of other podcast rocketeers in April, you can launch your podcast with a community and learn together. So if you're interested in that and you want to learn more, head over to theultimatecreative.com slash podcast dash rocket and sign up for the wait list. The doors are going to be opening on April 7th and the course starts on April 12th. And if you are on the official wait list, you will definitely be getting some very awesome bonuses for signing up early. Okay, now let's get into the super fun part of this episode, how to choose a podcast format. So first up, we're talking about solo shows, just the way it sounds. It's basically what I'm doing right now. A solo show is a podcast format where you're speaking all by your lonesome, your little wee self into a microphone every week. You're sharing your expertise, your stories, advice, whatever the heck you want to talk about on your show. A solo show is perfect for entrepreneurs that want to elevate their expert status by getting deep into topics that their potential clients want to hear about. Take my podcast, for example. When I do solo episodes like this, I'm looking at the questions you're asking me, and I'm creating content by getting deep into the topics that your questions prompt. And I actually talk a lot about this on my episode next week with Jessica Alex of Jessica Alex Marketing. That is another episode to look out for where we go even deeper into creating content for your audience. So solo shows are also really, really great for content creators that are passionate about a particular topic. For example, an avid reader could share a weekly book club review or a roundup, or a tennis fan could recap the week's tennis world activities as a way to share their passions with others. I don't know a lot about tennis or book clubs, I'm not going to lie, but you know, if these are your things, then you could do that all by yourself and just like share how excited you are with the world. Like, and starting a podcast is 
the perfect way to start building a community around your passion so it's not just you all the time being like, I'm so excited about tennis this week. Uh, It's also a really great way to monetize your passions, but I will talk about that more in just a second. For a solo show, all you're going to need is a microphone and a computer and an app to record and edit with. Usually a simple USB microphone like the Blue Yeti works perfectly fine for this. Next up, we're going to talk about co-hosted shows. So let's say you and a pal are seriously into the same thing. And I'm guessing this is how you became friends in the first place. A co-hosted show might be exactly what you're looking for if you want to just nerd out on your favorite thing together. Co-hosted shows that focus on a specific topic are also an awesome way to elevate your expert status, connect with your potential customers, and build a community around your passions. Do you see where I'm going with this? A lot of it is just about building community and being really excited about whatever you're talking about. Uh, A great example of this is my partner, Justin DeClue. He is the co-host of a podcast called The Important Cinema Club, which was a continuation of his love for all things film. So he grabbed his friend, Will Sloan. Will was into the idea, and they started the podcast five years ago. I honestly cannot believe it's been that long already. It feels like we just started talking about it last week. So through their passion for film, they've been able to cultivate a community of equally passionate cinephiles over the last five years, and they launched a Patreon profile, which is an amazing monetization tool for podcasters and creators. Patreon, if you haven't heard of it, it allows you to crowdfund with monthly subscriptions. So for, let's say, five bucks a month, the Patreon subscribers of The Important Cinema Club get a short bonus episode every single week. And that five dollars adds up very quickly when you have an awesome community of hundreds or thousands to support your content. Co-hosted shows are also really great for two or more people that are passionate about the same thing and have similar goals in mind. You can also choose to add in a few guest interviews or take turns with solo episodes like Natalie and Aaron do on the Sunrise Brand Collective podcast. And I especially love the way that they do the shared content creation approach because it means that you both get to benefit from the hard work without having to put in as much time as if you were doing a solo show. So when you're thinking about choosing your podcast format, a co-hosted show might just be for you if you want to share the load and you really enjoy bouncing ideas off of other people that you get along with. For a co-hosted show, each of you is going to need a microphone. Uh, You can opt to pick up an audio interface with a few microphone inputs and one mic per person. So that would be if you were recording in person together. Uh, If you're recording virtually, you could just use a USB mic like the Blue Yeti Audio-Technica AT2020. Those are some very popular ones. Uh, Dynamic microphones like the Behringer XM8500 paired with an audio interface that has enough inputs for your setup, such as the Behringer UMC404HD, they work really well, plus a computer to record with. So overall, if you're looking to record in person, you definitely want to have two separate microphones and an interface or a mixer to work with. If you're going to be recording virtually, you can get your own microphones uh, and plug them into your computers. Alrighty, moving on to interviews. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Guests are the most effective way to grow a podcast. Typically, I encourage my clients to do a combo of interviews and solo shows so that they can work on building up their brand authority and their expert status while also tapping into the audiences of their guests and their guest expertise. Of course, it adds mega value for your listeners. Some podcasters love sticking with an interview podcast format because their passions are truly in hearing other people's stories and sharing them with the world. The interview podcast format is one that a lot of hosts are drawn to because of the shared airtime 
uh, and it gives new hosts an opportunity to practice podcasting without the pressure of having to talk all by themselves in a solo episode. There is an art to it, however, and many journalists spend years upon years developing their interview skills. So if you are planning to do an interview-style podcast, do a little bit of research into how journalists or copywriters do their interviewing to get the stories from their subjects. One thing I think is most important to focus on with interview podcasts is storytelling. And that's the main thing, really. It's storytelling. It's really, really important. All too often, podcast hosts will ask the same questions to their guests over and over without digging deeper into the subject matter. Like every guest has the exact same questions and every guest has to answer the exact same questions every time. It becomes a little bit tiresome for your listeners, right? What makes for a great podcast interview is the ability to draw stories out of your subjects, whether it's to sell a product or service or to uncover a mystery or just to talk about a specific topic. The episodes that have the most impact always have a story to tell. They're always taking you along a journey of like this person, this thing happened to them, and then this thing, and then this thing, and you're on the hook, you're on the edge, you're like, wait, what happens next? And finally, you're up at the top, and you're at the climax, and you're like, oh, I got to make a decision. Are we going to live? Are we going to die? What's going to happen? Oh my gosh, you made the decision. Now you have to deal with the results. So if you're going to be doing an interview style podcast, that is something to keep in mind as well. If you're thinking about choosing interviews as your podcast format, spend some time reading up on interview technique and storytelling. Maybe even take a writing class to learn the basics of story structure. It will seriously help so much. Interview tech is pretty straightforward. So similar to the co-host option, you can invite your guests to your studio and get a setup with two mics, or you can also record virtually using apps like Squadcast or Zencaster, and you can have your guests prepare their own gear setup. Uh, more on that on the episode I did on how to prepare your guests to have an interview on your show. All right, next up is documentary style. So if you love true crime podcasts, this might just be the format for you. You can play investigative journalist, just like the mega popular serial podcast that transformed podcasting back in 2014. Oh my gosh. That show really hooked me in. Season two, not so much. Season one, wow. This style does require some serious editing chops, though, so be prepared to practice the fine art of audio editing. You'll be recording in different locations to capture your subject's story, so you might want to try to pick up a recorder, a portable recorder, like the Tascam DR40, that's my go-to, my little fave buddy, or the Zoom H4n. Uh, my Tascam was super helpful when I started my first podcast about creative women in Toronto in 2016, and my co-host Jenny Tang and I went all over the city interviewing super amazing people. It was much easier to do this with the portable recorder. Again, with this type of show, you're going to want to brush up on your storytelling and narrative skills. The key marker of a great documentary is the ability to tell stories in a way that captivates your audience and leaves them wanting more. So this is pretty similar to the interview style we just talked about, but with the twist that you're likely going to be recording through a couple of different sessions with a couple of different subjects to paint a complete picture of whatever the topic is you are covering. Documentary style shows are great for sharing your passions with other people that share them. Going back to community building. So if you are passionate about, like, let's say the music scene in your town or how food is made or really, like, anything, this format might just be for you. You can go and explore it and get really deep in with it and find all these super cool different things about your topic 
in the field. Ooh, I love this one. So a fictional or radio play. Who doesn't love a great radio play? No one. No one on planet Earth. Okay, maybe there are a few people, but they're so limited that I've never, ever met one in real life. It's true. That's a true fact. So a fictional narrative or radio play is basically storytelling using only audio. And a great example of this would be my radio play, VRMP Presents the Five People You Meet in Hell. This one we recorded in a comedy club in Toronto called The Social Capital. Uh, A couple of other pals of mine and I produced this, Stephanie Cook and Lily Mills. Uh, We put this together, I don't know, like five years ago or something like that. So here's a clip of what that sounds like. VRMP is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Don't worry, Anya. Already awake. Welcome to the day. Are you on drugs? Who gave them to you? Was it Gary? Fucking Gary. No, I'm not on drugs. I kind of wish I was. Drugs kill. Okay, there we for madness. What? Never mind. By the way, whatever happened to Gary? Wait, you're actually asking about someone else? Is it colder in here? Is hell freezing over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back here. No way, compadre. Stop right now. Thank you very much. I need somebody with a human touch. Damn it. I freaking love that song. Everybody loves that song. Focus, guys. Gary, halt right there. Nah, I'm good. You catch me if you can, though. He's headed straight for the door. We're going to get in so much trouble. Gary, no. If you take one more step... Oh, you what? Hmm? What you gonna do? Gary, don't you do it! Bye, fellas. It's been swell, but I prefer being alive. No, 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 no! Another example would be this super cool little fun project I did with Justin and our friend April Atmansky called The Scariest Podcast in the World, which we recorded and edited in studio for Halloween. And it was a really fun opportunity to build out a soundscape to really put you in that space where the characters are. So here is a clip from that. You smell that? Something's cooking in the other room. Kitchen is filled with food. Banana bread, yum. Banana cream pie, banana pudding, banana. What could this all be for? Could it be... No. Something hairy? No. Something that loves bananas? No. I think I know what it is. There's someone upstairs. Yeah, a gorilla. It's a ghost, and I'm going to prove it. I'm going to beat you this time. Creepy bedroom where someone died? Creepy bathroom where someone died? Creepy library filled with books about death? And... Hello. Ah! Who are you? 
I'm the caretaker here, and you are in great danger. From a ghost? Maybe. If you will let me spin a tale of sorrow and loss that will chill you to your bone. Does it end with a ghost? Uh, maybe. It all began with a scientist who came to this manor to experiment with some psychics. This sounds ghost-filled. Maybe? Yes! There's got to be a panel somewhere around here to open a revolving door. There's always one. Oh, this candle will do. Oh no, I'm standing on a trap door! this pointy thing. Ah, the floor is covered in bones. A pile of bones that were the obvious victims of a flesh-eating gorilla. I knew it. Yes. Help me. And then Mrs. Gross moved in as the new governess, and the children were not acting like themselves. And there was a ghost? Maybe. For radio plays and narratives, having a great script is key. I would recommend spending some time to review helpful resources over on Studio Binder to put together a great story. They have tons of stuff. I will link to that in the show notes. Uh, and since the medium that we're working with is all audio-based, it's also important to look at other ways to create atmosphere with your sound design. This helps your listeners feel like they're in the physical location where the story is taking place. And going even further than sound effects, you can also learn about effects like convolution reverb. And okay, I'm getting a little nerdy here, but it's super cool. You can use this effect, put it on your actors' voices, which will make them sound like they're actually in the rooms that they're talking about. So a great hall compared to a small bathroom compared to the great outdoors are all totally different. And getting those details just right is what sets a great radio play apart from the rest. So that is a super fun one to play with. The way that you would do that is just do like a blank canvas kind of recording, no effects on it, no nothing, as plain as possible, and then you go in and add all of the effects later. Okay, finally, we're going to talk about video podcasts. So combining video and audio. Who'd have thunk it? Oh my gosh. If you're the type of content creator that likes to make things easy on yourself and repurpose as much as possible, and you also like being on camera, then video podcasts might be a really great fit for you. After filming a video, you could simply strip the audio from the edited content and export it as an audio track. Oh my gosh, so easy. That way you can publish to YouTube, all of the podcast platforms, and anywhere else you might want to use your video. So for example, you might choose to use clips from your videos as audiograms instead of just the waveforms and the captions. Video podcasts have great potential to connect with your audience face-to-face -face and make sense if your particular audience niche loves video content. If you do find that your video content isn't as popular as your audio content, it might make sense to change things up a little bit, which is actually what I did when I started uh, Ultimate Podcast Marketing last year. The good news is that I've got a lot of videos on my YouTube page if I ever decide to spend the time optimizing it the way I have with my audio podcast. But I don't do it anymore because it just wasn't the right fit for moi. Oh, bonus, we're going to talk about live shows. Okay, so live shows are awesome because you can basically turn any type of format into a live show if you want to. All you need is a stage and an audience. And I personally love live shows as a bonus episode, as a way to connect with your audience in real time. 
I've been a guest on live show recordings as a panel member. I've also recorded a couple of the shows. The primary tech considerations here would be to see if the venue that you record in has an audio setup that will support your show. Let's say you have four speakers and a moderator on a panel. Ideally, you'll have five microphones wired into a soundboard, and the soundboard will have an output that you can plug into a portable recorder, like the Tascam DR40. You see where I'm going with this? I love that little guy. Uh, And then if you want to include sound effects or music, you would provide that to the audio engineer at the venue, along with a cue sheet, to let her know when to play the audio cues. So everything kind of works off a script in tandem. It's very fun. It's very exciting. I love it. Uh, If you're thinking about choosing the live show option for your podcast format, consider that the logistics will probably be a little bit more elaborate than a regular old studio show, but would be an awesome bonus episode to promote an event or a launch or a new album, a book launch, whatever. Just another way to network could be super cool. If the podcast will be entirely live, I have found that a monthly cadence works well to help listeners and audience members come back on a consistent basis without totally burning out your team. Okay, so now you know how to choose a podcast format. That's it. That is a very thorough review of the most popular podcast formats you might want to choose. So I want to know, which format are you leaning towards? Send me an email at emilyattheultimatecreative.com or DM me on Instagram at the underscore ultimate creative. And let me know, because I'd love to hear what you're choosing and why. And if you're having a hard time choosing, you can even send me a voice memo and I will answer your question and help you choose on an upcoming episode of Ultimate Podcast Marketing. That is it for today. Don't forget to sign up for the waitlist for Podcast Rocket. That's going to launch on April 7th. I cannot wait. I'm so excited for it. I will talk to you next week, buddies. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing. If you enjoyed the show and found some value in it, it would mean so much to me if you left a written review and star rating on Apple Podcasts. It'll help more people like you find this show. And if you're looking for a podcast production team, look no further, darlings. We've got you covered. Head on over to theultimatecreative.com slash podcasting. You can also find us over on Instagram at the underscore ultimate creative.